Hey everyone, it's Sahana from the Forest Not To Us podcast, and this is the 15-minute recap of my interview with Daryl Rashalau. He's been in the heavy civil construction industry for 25 years after receiving a civil engineering degree in Canada. He's been the owner of Sheerock Construction since 2015 and has recently expanded into the manufacturing industry with his new business in 2019, Quickstream Solutions, a modern sewer access company that delivers better alternatives to the traditional concrete manholes. He is based in Windsor, Ontario, Canada. So let's get right into this 15-minute recap without further ado. Hello, Mr. Daryl. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. How are you doing today? I'm doing amazing. Yeah, so if if you are listening to this, I have already introduced Mr. Daryl. He is quite amazing. I'm sure you guys will all agree after, <laughs> even now, but even like especially after this interview. You're in the construction business, and I have noticed throughout my short years of observing that the laws that apply to the world outside are mostly the laws that apply to the world inside. What has con- construction taught you about connecting to the world inside? What the, that's a very good question. What the, what the world of construction has taught me about the inside is really that the construction business is really all people. The business is very challenging, and it's a lot of hard work, and it's long days, and it's it's a lot of work for the men, but if you make it all about the people, you really can have a successful business and a successful career in construction. Does that make that's, sense? Yeah, that's interesting. More about what you mean by making it all about the people. Do you mean like by like what what exactly do you mean? That that you actually take care of your your people, like you you care in their in the in their life and and how they're doing and and how they're performing their work you know it'll 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 be reflected in how they perform their work if they feel like they're a part of something they're a part of a team because you're making it about the people right you're not just making it about getting the job done it's like always how fast can we get it done and how productive can we be and you know but if you really make it about the people and make it a safe environment and make it a good team oriented environment and the people enjoy coming to work today together and they all have fun at the end of the day, then it's it's no it's no longer work for the people, right? They they enjoy coming to work for the day. So it's I've I've learned that over my career because back in the day that wasn't the that wasn't the norm. We were just we were we weren't uh, treated the best. You know, and it was all about getting the job done, and and they didn't care about how you felt about it. It was just just push 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 and. There was a lot of, you know, like yelling and screaming and different things. And it was just never about the people. So once you, once I've learned that I've, it's made it a lot better, even for my own personal life, it's a lot more, less stressful, you know, cause you just get along with everybody. Everybody's just working together as a team towards the same objective. And that's to, to complete the job in a safe and efficient way. And you respect everybody's opinion. Everybody has an opinion. Everybody has a better idea or another idea. And we all come up with a, the best idea to move forward and get the job done. That's interesting. You know? mm-hmm. So you said something about a safe environment. In Correct. your industry, it's extremely literal because someone could literally die. But what like what do you exactly mean by a safe environment? Like both emotionally and like it or rather more emotionally. Rather emotionally than than physically, yeah. So like to make create a safe environment is to, you know, have all the 
the safe precautions in place and the people properly trained and they they know that you know they know how to do the job properly but emotionally to create an emotionally safe environment is to to know that having that team oriented team oriented safe zone you know everybody's got your back everybody's looking out for each other right nobody's selfish nobody's just looking out for themselves everybody's looking out for each other so creating that that team environment I'll go back to that creates a safe emotional environment for everybody they feel safe in terms of having a good career there you know they the their, their employees have their back in case something goes wrong or if they're in an unsafe situation they're looking out for each other right so oh that's interesting hmm. so moving on destruction is oddly like something you guys have to do a lot right in construction you guys have to destroy things so oh, yeah what have you learned about destroying things to build other things? And how does this apply to our world inside? Like, and your guys' destruction, it, it isn't just like rip, like wreck havoc immediately. It's it's planned. So how how does that work? Hmm. That's a good question. So yeah, obviously, in order to rebuild something, we have to destroy what's currently there, right? And I think that uh that that's something that a lot of us ignore is that if you have some some uh, some past history in your life that's going to that's going to create difficulty in trying to move forward because you're going to go back into your old habits very easily without without even recognizing it right or you're going to just you're going to you're going to fall back into that that trap so just really getting dig down deep inside and trying to clear that old that old past would be kind of like similar to the destruction of an old road or an old sewer to rebuild the new one right you would have to you'd have to get down deep and that's what we do we dig really deep into the ground to pull out that old sewer to uh, to rebuild it so i guess there's some similarities in that good question that's interesting and you guys have to like plan the destruction of things how exactly like planning planned destruction how how exactly does that apply to us like how do you what 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 do you go about what are like some steps you do when you're when you're like trying to plan how to efficiently destroy something without like hindering your process and rebuilding it yeah you want to you want to have a an efficient plan to do so because you can't just go in and start destroying things or you might cause more undue damage to yourself or to the equipment or to the to the surroundings if you don't carefully plan that so i guess similar to trying to you know repair the damages from your past would be the same way right you would want to you would want to you'd want a proper plan and a proper way to kind of kind of attack that and and kind of get the proper coaching to be able to 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 manage that right yeah get getting the proper coaching is seems to be like people are the greatest resource in in if i had to sum up the interview so far i would say that people are the greatest resource in our life would you agree with that 100 percent, absolutely without a doubt that's very it, 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 yeah we have a lot of iron and we have a lot of material and a lot of stone and trucking and all this other stuff but at the end of the day it's all about the people interesting can you elaborate a little bit more like the quality of the materials right 
You mm-hmm. guys have to gauge the quality of materials and then and then you have to like build something quality. So I'm I want to ask you the quality of the materials and the quality of the person. Which one impacts the output? Definitely the quality of the person because we'll take the quality of the materials and we have to put them all together. And like I said, there's a hundred components that have to be put together and there's very, very, very strict guidelines. Like there's no, there's no bending of the rules. It has to be built to a certain standard and the standards are very strict because they want, they ultimately want the product to last as long as possible. So the manufacturer of the products require a certain standard and so does the, so does the owner. So trying to meet those standards is, is often very difficult and 99.99% out of the time out of a hundred it's due to the person not properly installing the material and it's failing. Right. So it's not the material itself that's failed. It's the, it's the installation of it. That's so it comes down to the, the quality of the person. Yeah, for sure. But they, okay. And you've already mentioned how we can work on ourselves to become better quality people, but Go say the quality of the material. Like we don't in life sometimes we'll just take up the lowest quality material and we work on ourselves a lot. But the one part we'll miss is like how to refine these materials or how to take these material, like how to refine these materials and how to make these materials like better materials by like using them. So how in like in the world within. Where can we get better materials to start building? And if we if we can't, like, what have you learned about purifying different materials within us? Hmm. Well, I think you know, like like Tony says, proximity is power. So having the materials is one thing, but having the right people around you will help create a better environment to be able to use those materials. And it's no different than in on a crew of guys. You know, you might be five or 10 guys on a crew, if you have, you know, nine, nine people around you that are, that are toxic or that are not part of that team, that one person is not going to be able to perform on his own. He needs all 10 to be able to perform. Right. So having, having surrounding yourself with the right crew and the right people is going to create a good product. So the same thing of creating a good product in yourself is surrounding yourself with like-minded people that all have the same goals in life right so it's it's all about surrounding yourself with those people in order to create a good product which is the good product in yourself that's interesting so surrounding yourself with the peer group so yeah everything we need all we need is within us now which means we have like top-notch materials within us we just need to surround ourselves with the people who both know one how to access these materials and number two how to use these materials in a way that will help us build up the structure the best we can. So that, yeah, so that's really interesting. So if you could go back in time, when you were to like, when you were a tween, with all of these lessons learned, what would you tell yourself, your tween self in terms they would understand and why? My tween self? Yeah. When you were like 12. When I was 12, what would I tell myself? Yeah, if you could time travel with all of these lessons and tell your 12-year-old self some things, 
What would you tell them and why? I would have told myself to surround myself with better people. That would be the, the number one piece of advice. Surround myself with better people. Surround myself with the people that I, that I, for the person I want to become. If I would have done that, I would have probably accelerated my, my, my career and my life beyond, beyond I, I'm really happy with my life today, but I probably would have accelerated that if had I started at 12 years old and hadn't gone through all the pains that I've gone through, but it would have built who I am today. So I don't really have any regrets. It's not a regret, but I would say I would have probably surrounded myself with, with, with better people. That's interesting. And all the people we need are actually around us, right? Like, but what if we can't find the right people? What if we can't find the people who we want to become? Then what do we do? Yeah, that's a ch that's a tough thing to do. Yeah, you gotta you gotta stay in search of them. And I bet you, if you write it down and you 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 set those goals, and it's very hard to achieve because it's easy to fall into a peer group of having fun and and just going about your life and letting life happen to you instead of for you, you know, and uh, it would be, it's, it's a, it's a conscious decision that you have to make. And it's very difficult to, to, to maintain, especially being young. You're easy, it's easily to be influenced at a young age, right? Yeah. What have you done to like maintain these peer groups though? I'm still learning how to build them. Yeah, oh, wow. that's, yeah, that's, that's after 44 years of my life, I'm still learning how to build those peer groups. So it's, it's basically a concept of like lifelong learning. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So find people who are above you, above where, where, where you want to be, where like above you, like so far above you that it seems like it's unachievable. Surround yourself with those people and then, and then just. Like, and then, they don't necessarily. They don't even necessarily have to be above you. They just have to have different different qualities or different experiences in life that you can learn from, right? And they don't have to be above you. They can be younger than you. I have I have mentors that are younger than me that I look up to. You know, it's not that it doesn't come with years of experience. They don't have to necessarily be older, but they have a different perspective. They have different life life challenges that are are just experiences in their life that they can they can teach you a lot. I mean, just That's learning from you, even just talking to you. you That's know? interesting. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's so, like, that means that if we, even if we can't find the people we want to be, we we just have to get a better perspective. Like, we just have to go to make friends with someone who has a different perspective than us. They might be, like, the same, but don't go to anybody who's, like, doing worse than you per se in the area you want to improve in or like Correct. is doing are people who are doing worse in the area you want to improve in who may be doing better in an area you like you secretly want to improve in like it you don't know it yet but like so like how how do you navigate that right like say there's there's someone who's doing really bad in finances but really good in fulfillment but you don't want fulfillment. You want money, right? So, like, how do, how do you go about making peer groups with such people? And, like, how, how do you go about doing that? 
I think you can learn from the people that are doing it wrong too. You can see somebody that doesn't have their finances in order, and then you could be seeing what they're doing with their money every day. Maybe that's the, some of the advice that you you can take for something not to do right at the same time. So you could learn from the people that are doing it wrong because you can see what the outcome is. So learning what is wrong and what is right is is just equally as important, I think. Um, but then, you know, just, I guess, meeting new people and surrounding yourself with people of the same mindset and putting yourself in events like UPW where you're, you're meeting like-minded people that all want to, you know, improve on their life and help each other at the same time. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I met a bunch of people at UPW, including you. You're just incredible. Oh my God. This, this interview, well, you. you're amazing. <laughs> so let bringing this interview to a close. Can you give us some final thoughts on how do you, how you remember that life happens for you, not to you? That's something that I'm I'm learning now. You know, I've always I've always I was brought up with the mentality that it's life has happening always to us, and it was always a reaction to life. And I can say just recently in the last six months, it's like you're changing your perspective on. When things happen to you, it's not happening to you, it's happening for you. And if you actually just subconsciously make that effort to make that realization when something goes wrong, it's it, it changes your whole perspective on on what is happening to you. And it's it's not nearly as bad as what you what what you how I've reacted in the past to the to those same situations. Wow, that's interesting. Hmm. With that very interesting thought. Thank you for doing this with me, Mr. Daryl. And you remember that for us, not to us is a way of life. And I'll, and life is for us, not to us. And I'll see you in the next one. Bye. I hope you liked that episode. If you did, please add this podcast to your library. Heart this episode. We're coming out with new content like this. Uh, this this is interview is probably just mind-blowing. And uh, the construction industry as you can see, is like mind-blowingly applicable to our daily lives. So if you uh, want to listen to the full interview, it's on my podcast. It's the episode just before this one. Uh, if you liked it, please, again, add this podcast to your library, and I will see you in the next one. Bye.